Welcome back, brothers, to a night of hip-hop fun once again. We're discussing episode four of VH1 The Breaks. It's so much to talk about, guys. We got sex scenes, people getting, people dying. It's just so much to talk about. Stay tuned, okay? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It was one of those days. Hey! Hey! Her name was Mona, what? Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Hey. Oh, that's my jam. That's my jam. Hey. Okay, Slick Rick. Slick Rick is the jam. Slick Rick is the party off because tonight's episode was just so spicy. So good. The episode was so good. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, VH1, for giving us something good to talk about. Man, listen. I think the best episode so the far. The best episode Definitely. so far. Hands down. If you have not yet heard about VH1 The Breaks, this is an excellent time to join in. Still six more episodes left, so y'all need to stay tuned. Okay? Catch up, catch up. Welcome. My name is Dominique Sarita, and this is the after show for VH1 The Breaks. Hey, hey. And I got some lovely ho- co-hosts for me tonight. I was about to say another word. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, y'all? My name is Franceli Chapman, and you can hang out with me on all things at Selly Hangout. Make sure to follow. Yes. Hey guys, what's up? I'm your girl Nakia Monet. You can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. Kiki what's Boom up? Boom. What's up? I'm trying to find the right words to say because I'm still speechless. <laughs> but it's your girl Miss Candy Marie, and you can find me at Miss Candy Marie on IG and Sweet Kendor TV on Twitter. All hey. right. And I did forget my Instagram and Twitter is Dominique Sarita, and you can join us right now on our iTunes podcast, on our YouTube channel, or After Buzz TV website. Hey, hey, hey. Perfect. All right, guys. Like I just want to jump into it because it's just so. Much Let's get into to it. talk about it. Oh my gosh! So opening scene, we have Miss Nikki. Uh, um, comes to her door with the tape, right? And she is giving him hip hop advice on how he can critique his flow, make the flow come out a little bit easier. And I loved it. She wasn't scared. She told him exactly what's going on. Let's get this straight. She <laughs> was scared. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um is a scary. up in here. He's a scary man. And anyone who shows up at my door looking the way he looks, I would have been scared. But the thing with Nikki is she's a great actress. Yes. And a great liar. Yes. And that's just what she does. And But at the same time, she loves hip-hop. She knows hip-hop. Yeah. So she's not going to lie to anyone. Even nope. a scary mamma jamma. Yep. She's going to keep it real with him. And I did appreciate that. That she didn't let her fear get in the way right. of the art. Right. One, one thing I will say, like, the actor who plays Om, Antoine, yes. He's such an amazing actor. And the reason I say that is because he does not say a lot on this show at all. Mm-hmm. But his presence is Ooh. so amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't have to say gosh. anything. So when he nothing. showed up to that door. <laughs> he nothing. Not. I just want to say his training was amazing. Like yeah, like, <laughs> facial expressions. Like, I felt it for Nikki. I'm at the edge of my seat. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Nikki finna get got. Finally. Somebody's about to do Nikki in. <laughs> we need to get him on the show. We need to find out, sir, where did you go to school? Antoine. Was it the street of hard knocks or was it a conservatory? And I, I want to say shout out to Antoine because he just likes all of my little posts and everything. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. Our after show. This we message is for Antoine. You. Hi, Antoine. Thanks for always watching hey. us and showing love. Ladies, I got good news. Oh, oh yes. Mr. Antoine Harris is joining us on April 3rd. Well, hold on, since Antoine's coming, you know you gotta step it up. So I gotta do that. <laughs> Hashtag, hey, I'm gonna be, be extra cute. 
Well, well, he's not a scary in person, right? Can, can I send him a message real quick? Go ahead, go ahead, girl. Can you get my blue synchro walls on the show? <laughs> this is about Antoine and Antoine being fine and coming to our show. <laughs> so, Miss Nikki did definitely, she kept her composure and she delivered some great, great, great um, advice for Mr. Antoine. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mr. Ann. Um, and then we move right along, and you see Miss Demita. She's down for the Village Voice interview. She's following Barry around, yes. but she doesn't want to just follow around. She wants the juice, and you she can wants tell the real juice. You of can course. tell, and I can't be mad at her because that's what a journalist does. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You want to get different perspectives. You want right. to talk to these right. people. So what I'm dying to hear is what Gordy is gonna say because you know we already saw that he gave her his card. She was right. like, "Hey, we need to talk." So I want to know what that conversation is gonna look like. Mm. Damina's good at her job. Like she's she's, she plays no listen, games. But you know, it's funny because the assistant he knows she's up to something. Yes. Mm. He's like, man, is this an expose or what's happening? And that and that's the thing that like because there's so much shady stuff going on at Foray Records. Man, listen. <laughs> Their worst fear is for that stuff to come out. Come yes. out. So. And that's, that's like, the guy who's working with Barry, he wanted to make sure that Barry was very mm-hmm. careful. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 take her downstairs, right. get her the free stuff, like, make sure you don't say anything crazy because... Right. She's a reporter, and that's what reporters right, do. They, right. but you there's also, no off the record. You also right. see Miss Demita is very great because she used to work for Sugar Hill, and so she right. she has some gems under her belt right. where she delivered great work. So and, she's and nothing to play with. Let's face it, she also understands relationships. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. sees the direction that they're trying to go in, so I don't think she wants to necessarily burn a bridge either. True. So I can't, you know, I can't wait to see what that story looks like. Oh, gosh, it's going to be a good Demita. story. I like seeing Demita more. Like, I love seeing people more. Like, I love seeing Alm um, talk a little bit. Mm-hmm, yeah. I love seeing Demita around. I love seeing Josie. Like, I like seeing these new characters because you didn't really see the, you didn't see them at all in the yeah, movie. Right. So I like seeing them and a little, know a little bit about about their like backstory. And right. speaking of a new character, we get introduced to Jay Mike, or should we call him Gay Mike? Oh, <laughs> listen, Jay Mike. Kiki was having a whole <laughs> situation. Like really? she was feeling some type of way, and I was like, girl. Okay, let's tell them. Okay, let's tell them. I'm gonna tell you, and I'll tell you why I felt this way. I think it's just my personality. So, J. Mike is, you know, he was a part of a rap disc, which is very infamous. Everyone knows what a rap disc is and how important rap discs are because they can end your career, they can make you or break you. There's one going on. There's one, Sheetha. Oh, Lord. Now, So, he gets dissed by another rapper, and this rapper calls him out for being gay. Yes. So, J. Mike has all these insecurities because he really is gay. He's scared to come out the closet because when he was younger, his family told him to pray the gay away. And, you know, being gay in the black community, especially the hip-hop black community, and especially in the 90s, it's super hard for young men. So my problem was because he was just, he's like, oh, I'm about to end my life. And I'm like, bro. And I get it. And I think for me, it was just me being selfish. Like, it's not that serious. You can just come out. But this is his life. He loves to rap. He's a rapper. And so I was trying I was to tell, I was, so I was trying to calm her down, and I was like, "Girl," and she was like, "What is he talking about?" So Brooklyn, and I was like, "Girl," no, but you have to remember the timing of yes. this, and even today, although you know a lot of there's a lot of pride now, and people feel a lot more comfortable being who they are. Yet and still, when it comes to hip hop, yeah, man. what hip hop artist you know is walk around saying. I'm proud of that lifestyle. They're all undercover. So the right. reality a whole lot is, of them are undercover. If in 2017 Ooh. 
hip hop artists are now. Imagine in the 90s. I know. Yeah. When we were just yeah. coming out of the era of the AIDS epidemic and mm-hmm. all of that. Like, no black man in the hood wanted it. No. True so, story. So, like. for real, for real, I understand how high the stakes were right. mm-hmm. in terms of like how serious it was for him to be like, I'm going to take my own life. I think people forgot have yeah. forgotten because we're so accepting mm-hmm. now and we live in such a liberal world in a particular way. <laughs> but in that regard, it's like we've forgotten that yeah. not that long ago, yeah. people were really taking their own lives when they were outed. True, true story. I was like, someone give this baby a hug. I think he was just making me mad. I'm like, no. But then as he told his story and I understood where he was coming from, yeah. and you know, I felt bad because like that can end his career and yes. he knew that, but I think what was right. more important is saving your life. Mm-hmm. Forget the rap career. Your life is more important. So when Way Nikki more. had that conversation mm-hmm. with him, which we don't know if it's real or not. I think it's real. When she tells a story about her father killing herself, killing himself, it kind of gives you a backstory to who Nikki is because we talked about right. this before. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, we actually are introduced again to Mr. Little Ray. And mm-hmm. he's being introduced mm-hmm. as a new tour manager. Yes. He wants, Barry wants <laughs> Little Ray a part of his yes. team. He's like, go over there and check on everything, make sure everything's okay. That's when he comes in to be the knight in shiny armor yes. because um, J. Mike was getting a little crazy. He didn't want yeah. nobody else to come into that room since he was already opening up to Miss Nikki. And, and I just want to jump in real mm-hmm. quick because y'all know I have something to say about Little Ray. But I want to <laughs> encourage everybody out him. there. I love me some Ray. Um, I want to encourage everybody out there to please, you know, join into the live chat because this conversation yes. is going to get very, very oh. juicy. Oh, so yeah. we want to hear what you have to say. Hit us up. I'll be checking it all night long. Uh, you know, and some of us even have our live feeds going yes. on, yes, on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. So you see us yes. down, we're doing the live feed and all right. that good so, stuff. So join us. Now back to Ray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that, uh, you know, at first me and Nikki was kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, like, she ain't nobody's friend, but I'm starting to feel some type of way the more she she come up on my man. (laughs) I will say the show's done a great job with casting, because this show has the most good-looking men on this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, VH1. Everybody got a bet. Everybody got a bet. Everyone does have a bet in our heads. In our heads. I'm going to be honest. I'm disgusted. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I couldn't watch I like where the this scenes. Is going. I was just like, Ugh. why are you discussing? Because it's like, Nikki or because because it's Nikki. I yeah, mean, I, but you know what? I, I was here for it. I was definitely here for it because that slight, either. really that slight moment where you see that they both were trying to talk gay Mike out of his reasoning of trying to kill himself I was like oh like it's a team effort like you can I like that moment okay, I, I like, love that I like, moment no, they had a I good like moment the as yeah. the teamwork but then at the bar getting all flirty, litty flirty. they were super lit Nikki live child first of all she's super lit and then she's super fast she kissed him <laughs> first let's talk about oh yeah, I'm the number one damage, so come here, get it. <laughs> what? Like she was wait- I think she was waiting for that. She I was, was not here she for She was waiting it. for it. Like, okay. even though she's with David, when she first she- met Little Ray, she really wanted the yeah. D from David. So that's why, like, she was oh. really, like, there was no hesitation. Come she on. was excited, and they got it in. Okay, Go ahead, Ms. Y'all, know, y'all know I got a lot to say about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with this whole thing at all. I don't you know either. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think he can do better than her. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? You know, what if she breaks his heart? What if she lies at him? What if she does the, him the way that she did David? You know what I'm saying? So, that's what I, you know, <laughs> she I'm can't looking be out trusted. for your well-being. Poor you know, little friend. A.K.A. Sigma Walls. We're looking out for your well-being right now. Okay. I cannot. She can't, she can't be trusted. We know this about her. She is hope. literally willing to, you know, oh, break oh, anyone, step over anyone mm-hmm. to get to where she wants to go. So, and he seems like a really sweet guy. I was you know? thinking the same thing. So, 
And speaking of sweet guy, we got to see a different side of Am um again tonight with the yeah. whole baby scene oh, and a tub. Yeah. And yeah. at first, I thought that was his child. Yeah, right. I definitely thought that was his child. And then we opened up, and it was actually Scooby's child. And you see, the mom, the baby has a fever, and he's like, "I need you to get in the tub." And I didn't think he was going to really do it. Right. To see him get in the tub and try to help out, you see right. that soft side. I'm happy side. he got in the yeah. tub because he took a shirt off. But besides that, um, <laughs> like it, was, <laughs> it was dope to see that because it showed like a soft side kind of to right. Am. Like I said, even though he never really talks, and yeah. they actually, she started praying, and you could, I felt like he was talking to his boy, mm-hmm. pretty, like Scooby, who he died. Was he too. was praying to him, so it showed like a different side to him. Right. And even with him showing up to Nikki's house and bringing a new tape, yeah. because in the scenes when he shows up to Nikki's house, I'm like, okay, something's probably gonna happen. Right. So I love the fact that he shows up to her, to her house. He's more open, and same thing with his boy and the baby. I love right. that side of him holding the baby and trying to break right. the. And I think it's just, really cool because they're humanizing his character. Yeah. You know, like like instead of showing that hard uh, arm. That that we've been seeing, you know, we're starting to see a transition with his mm-hmm. character. They're starting to humanize him a little bit. You know, we're starting to see his mind change, you know, from when we saw last week when he gave the bag of money to um, his boy's mom mm-hmm. that was killed. And then being in this tub, it's like we're seeing a softer side of him. And then I also think it says something about the hood, too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That is not spoken of. Like, there is a softer side to the hood because when you lose somebody, you do kind of take the responsibility of you know, helping their family, mm-hmm. you know, oh, sure. or being there, or being that father yep. figure that was snatched away. Yep. True. That's a great, and speaking of a softer side, I feel like we finally seen a softer side of David. Like, he was more welcoming to, or more inviting to his father, you yeah. know? He was always so cold to him, didn't want to listen to him, and we got to see that relationship, and he was open to actually having his father help him out. And so that was Dave, I think the writers did that on purpose. They of course. Said it's <laughs> they, they did. They it's did. It's I got stabbed right in the heart. But David, <laughs> what I loved about that, even when he's talking to his boss, Bernard, and Bernard, it just shows you David's character. That's yeah. how I was like, Nikki, really? This is mm-hmm. why you broke up with him? Because Bernard's saying, like, your father is someone big. You could have used him to get in this door, but you didn't. You actually right. did the work, you did the research, and yep. you didn't even use your father to get ahead. Right, right. And I just showed you how dope David is, right. and it just stabbed me in the heart. And had he not done that, maybe DV wouldn't have gotten his shot. Exactly. You know, the yep. only reason why Bernard was able to, you know, withstand mm-hmm. on the vouch of David's word is like, yeah. you know what, I can already stand on your integrity yep. and who you are because you're willing to stand out of the shadow of your father, then you know what, I'll give your friend a shot. Yep. Had It it could have been a completely different conversation. That's very true. Have. Yeah, open the doors to other people. That's yeah. right. And then DV, you know. He was so, so excited cute. when he found out that noise. He was in the club. He was like, hey, y'all, I'm going to be on the radio. What day is it going to be, girl? And, and how crazy, like, timing and things and how they happen because... His wanting to make that phone call and that yeah. pay phone had he not made that call. And there's a lot of times yes. when we're like, we're stuck in wow. traffic yeah. or we're mad that we're late or whatever it is that is postponing us to yeah. get somewhere. We don't realize that there's divine intervention right. happening. Yeah. Right. That there's a reason why we can't get to where we're going because right. there's protection Pressure. happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. the so DV wow. was being protected by his need to stay outside and make that phone right. call. And, yeah. and it was wow, like to see him uh, feel something was wrong. Yeah. Like for him to say, David. David, where's You know, he see all these people running and the first thing he thought was David, mm-hmm. right? Because we get that intuition all yep. the time. Yeah. Like, and he knew like his boy went inside and that's so heartbreaking. Like he's outside uh, on the phone. Fa- mm-hmm. He sees a crowd running. You know, you see a crowd running, you're like, wait a minute, you actually start running. Mm-hmm. But he knew like, wait, my boy's inside. Yeah. Where's yeah. David? I haven't right. seen David and it was just, it mm-hmm. was just so heartbreaking. It really was. Like, I really can't believe that that happened. That was great. I, that was excellent I, writing. For like, that, we'll say, y'all ready? David was killed. Oh, oh, 
Are you of his integrity, his morals, <laughs> not like he, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he need. oh, we right. happy he died, you know what I'm saying? I, I really he, he wanted to see the, how the relationship between him and his father unfolded. Like, I was really, right. like, happy, and, 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 like, man, like, for, for Juggy to hear David say that, like, to allow him to start to come in and to let those walls down, right. and then to have your son snatched away from you like Right, that. right. But it might actually, you know, going forward, I know this is going to be hard for Juggy, but it might actually help him with closure, because before, before David went to him, you know, him and his son didn't really have a relationship relationship. Mm-hmm, right. So I hope that Juggy looks at this like, okay, these are the last words that my son said to me. He was open and he wanted a relationship with me. So I hope that he looks at that as a positive. Or change his ways. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. True. I just want to say that. Because it's like the last conversation he had with his son. He's like, I want you to teach me these things, but I mm-hmm. want to do it the clean way. Right. And I and and we didn't talk about like Bernard telling David the story about the cigars yeah. is what helped David have this conversation, conversation with his because dad. it was like wow my dad actually really does love me because as children what we see we have a certain perception mm. of our parents from a child's eye and we don't understand the who's and the why's and sometimes we will demonize our parents yeah. for and hold grudges and resentment for a lifetime of something that we didn't even know the whole truth yeah. and so he he wasn't old enough to know that story. He yeah. was just being born. So it's like those little gems of like, wow, my dad loves me. He's proud mm-hmm. of me. He wanted the whole world to know that I existed. Was like, okay, then maybe there's something here right. will, willing to fight for. Isn't it crazy how <sighs> so many things were happening around David's death? Like Nikki's having sex with yeah. Lil Ray. Uh, David before go speak to his dad and they have mm-hmm. like an understanding. DV gets this new position. It's like so many things are happening. You're right. like, yes, David... And then David gets murdered at this concert. Can I say something? I can't. Um, I was sad that he died, but I ha- another side of me was just okay with it because you just want Nikki to hook up with Lil no, Ray. No, not that. His storyline was kind of boring me. Like honestly, like I, I didn't want to dig even more deeper. Right. I was okay with what they gave me. It just, it was okay. Like he I was just about to get dirty. It's just he was just yeah. About to get dirty. You but, don't know what was about to but, happen. But you know what I like okay about David? It. it showed the good side of hip hop in this industry it's because right. there's so many. Dirty things happening in so many people's hands. David, because there's so many people who I even look at in entertainment. There's people who are really passionate about their crap, and there's just people who just come in and they get on the spot. And I think when you look at David's character, you see someone who was actually passionate about hip hop, who worked hard, who didn't even mention his father's name. And I think, like, damn, if this was 2017, you would look at him like a legend. Like how I look at a lot of hip hop legends. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, this is someone who actually. Oh man, I'm like, and he was a he, tour. Tour. he, he was yeah. a token white guy too. He was. <laughs> I mean, Juggy, Juggy's in there, but he's the older generation. He's like with the friends, guy. you know. We got the Spanish girl, we got the Asian girl, you know. We had David, and now he's gone. So we Damn. have to find another. I'll be the new token white. Yes. <laughs> yes. We just got an offer for a new token white guy. He's gonna be a new token white guy. But I will say that I, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> the only thing that I enjoyed about David's death oh, Lord. is Nikki. No, it's oh. Nikki feeling how she feels. I said, yes, girl. She got to feel, feel all something. that guilt, mm-hmm, feel yeah. all mm-hmm. that shame, feel all of that. Because I'm sorry, but she deserves to feel like that. Yeah. Because she did him so dirty. Karma. And, yeah. and she never now she didn't get the chance to say goodbye. Yeah. She, she no took him chance for to right her wrongs. Now she has to live with that. And just yeah. had sex like while he was right. dying. Yeah. Ugh. 
other people was I, going on. I know she didn't know what was happening, but now that she got now that she phone call, yeah. more yeah. and when you hear even when you hear Juggy on the, <laughs> she's so excited. She's so excited. <laughs> you know what? I am here for this commentary. Get excited. But when you hear Juggy on the phone, even breaking down, that broke my heart because oh you don't really gosh. see that father in some relationship that they had. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Nikki, he's gone. My boy, they killed my, my boy. boy. But you know what? Oh, you don't even boy, see that side boy. of Juggy, right? No. Like, like for Juggy to just like. Ugh. Like that was cr- I, I'm that was speechless good. right yeah, now. Yeah, that was really good. Like he had me. Juggy had me. First of all, that if you guys are Sex in the City fans, this is random. That's Evan from Sex in the City. He plays Charlotte's husband. Yes, so I love him. seeing him in this way because of Sex in the City, he's the complete opposite, opposite. character. He's a little heavier too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he was he's a little heavier. So he lost some weight. Shout out to Sex in the City and shout out to his name is Evan and Juggy. Yeah. So what was your favorite moments of the show? For yours, you would say it was seeing the back Lil muscles, Ray. <laughs> <Lil Ray. laughs> the whole time. Oh, I was angry at Nikki, but I was thanking the Lord above. <laughs> the undies, like the undies. I just wish they would box the briefs. You know what I'm saying? Because the box of briefs, all that chocolate, with that little and all the chocolate. All that chocolate, girl. Oh, Eat my popcorn. All that chocolate. <laughs> okay. What about you, Miss Kiki? What was a your favorite, favorite part? Favorite moment for anything with Mac Wilds is, is my favorite. favorite. But no, part. for real, for real, uh, my favorite moment is when um actually opens up a little bit to that Nikki when he part. shows up to her house mm. with the tape and she's like he asks her for her opinion mm-hmm. and she's like yo you need some hooks instead of all these bars mm-hmm. we don't yeah. just want to hear you rapping and I just love it because now it's showing that he's trying to open up and he's thinking about it like his boy's dead it's weighing hard that he gave the mother the money she gave it back and I think he's really thinking about like you know what but can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why is it that you think that um asked Nikki for her opinion? Like, where did that respect factor come from? Do you think it's because... Mm. Ding, ding, like, ding, like, ding, where did that come can from? Can I chime in? Can I chime go in? Go ahead. You go ahead. So, let's remember, last episode, Mac Wiles tried to keep it real with him and yeah. say, yo, you tried doing a hook. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, you trying to say my rhymes, what? <laughs> you know, he was trying <laughs> some type of way. But I think that he's so hard and there's this machismo going on that he can't really ask another man his opinion. So he had to go ask a woman and a woman who knows the business. You know? And so it's like, I can't really go... But she's lied to him on several occasions. But she But he doesn't... Eh, see, this is not what it's about. In this moment, it's about the art. Right. And it's like, I can't go to DV because mm-hmm. that's going to make me look soft. And right. he needs to still fear me and think I know everything. Yes. So let me go to her. I see. And that's what I, I did. Like and then remember, like, oh, sorry. It's, it's okay. Ahead. This is the second time he's hearing this, too. So you, it's right. just like, as right. someone critiques us once, once if they say something about us one time, we might not listen to it. But if we hear it again, we're like, okay, let's fix this, you know? So, and then the fact that she is Nikki, I think he knows how how serious she is and passionate she's about music so I'm going to listen to somebody to know something and she showed that side to him because remember she was trying to get him Mm -hmm. outside in the car trying to get Barry Mm -hmm. outside so I think she's shown like her professional side and like her passion and I also want to give a shout out because Hassan Johnson who's one of the characters now on the show he plays a detective who's now questioning Um. so shout out to him he's now on the show and I think that's going to also be like a little plot twist because now you have this detective I feel like Om is like trying to change his life and trying to go to the brown side but now you got this detective that's like yo Mm -hmm. what's good you. We got, you know, Mm-mm. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a problem. So shout out to Hassan um, Johnson, and we just hope that DB sticks with the plan because he's gonna be like, I wasn't there. <laughs> <He's so cute. laughs> like, just stick with it. Be a witness. Right. Be a true witness, DB. Okay. And real quick, I want to invite all of our viewers out there to please live chat us. 
I'm here. I'm waiting for you. I want to talk to you. What do you have to say? Please. Let us know if you like the episode. Oh, yo, shout yes. out to the music. Let us know if you like the music because I, I love every the music. episode, the, the music, the soundtrack is Always so on amazing point. on the break. Shout out to the people who are doing the music. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Jane, uh, Dan Chambers because he's the guy who wrote the book that this was actually based on and he created wow. the show because he worked on hip hop. So shout out to him. This I just love the break. That's everything. She's a hip hop historian. I'm a hip hop, like you would think that I was an adult in the 90s. Like, okay. I'm a hip-hop geek. And Amen. speaking of hip-hop geekness and hip-hop facts, Miss <laughs> Kiki is going to come through with some more hip-hop facts for us. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, girl. That's so dope. Introduction. <laughs> so as you guys know, every week I've been doing this is what's been happening in the 90s. So I'm yes. going to give you guys some facts of what happened in the 90s. Yeah. So being that I am from Brooklyn, of course, and this week was the Stand anniversary, up. March 9th, of the Notorious B.I.G., the <sighs> greatest rapper to Jesus. me. Um, it was the 20th anniversary of his death. So 1994, he released his first album. Do you guys know what the name of the album is? Ready to Die? Born to Die? Ready to Die. (laughs) die. He releases Ready to Die. Do you know that on Wilshire and Fairfax, they had like a pop-up um, DJ was there, like he does a subway series, and he just got up on the turntables right near where Biggie died, and people were there, and it was on the news and everything. That's so sick. There were just all the people, they were having like a open cipher, and people yeah. were just rapping and just paying homage mm-hmm. to Biggie here on the West Coast, and that was dope, dope, dope to see. So that's, I had to throw that in there. Thanks, girl. That's so yeah, dope yeah. to see. To Shout out to that. Biggie. Um, some more hip hop, 1995, Yo MTV Raps aired his last episode yeah, on yeah, MTV. Yeah. Oh, MTV. The MTV. legendary Yo MTV Viacom. Viacom. I had to rap. I had Shout out to Viacom tonight. <laughs> we try to get the plug, Viacom. Okay. Um, 1996, Dr. Dre leaves um, Lord Death Row yes, and starts yes. his own label, Aftermath. Yes, yes, yes. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were like, oh my God, I know Dr. Dre. I know. <laughs> Girl, I was there. That's my friend. <laughs> I'm full of surprises. I know, right? <laughs> least which is which is what uh surprised me 1991 mc hammer was the first rapper to go diamond what wow because a lot of people didn't really consider him rap right so when you can't touch this came out it's still to me one of the biggest hip-hop songs so he went diamond first rapper wait speak i have a quick question though so how exactly does those plaques go is it diamond platinum gold i think gold is first yeah gold is first and then it's platinum and then it's diamond. Diamond, yeah. So diamond he got like the number one, like the oh. top tier of hip hop plaques. That's pretty big. That was a hit song though. It was. Oh. Definitely a hit song. Everyone had the pants. Come on. Hammer pants. I still Come got on. hammer pants. Bro. Come on. So comfy. <laughs> so yeah, so mind what's happened in the 1990s facts. All right, girl. But speaking of our hip hop rappers, I want to see how well do you guys really know the names of the top rappers from the 90s. Uh, okay. Oh. Right? So it's time for hip hop trivia. The name of this game is called What's My Name? I'm going to give you a top rapper. What's the name? Stage name, of course. And uh-huh. you have to guess their government name. Oh, no, 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 no. I can barely remember I don't know if I'm good at this one. I don't know if I'm good at this one. Okay. All right. Damn. So, All right, let's see. Rapper number one. Her stage name is NC Light, but her mama named her, is it A, Shantae Harris, B, Sandra Denton, C, Kimberly Jones, or D, Lena Moore? <laughs> it's between Shantae and Kimberly. 
It's between Shantae and Kimberly. That's what you think. It's not Kimberly. I'm okay. saying Shantae. 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 Y'all think it's Shantae? Shantae. Yeah. Oh, Shantae Harris. Okay, let me school y'all a little bit. A little bit, child. Okay, so the answer is D. Oh. It's Lena Moore. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Actually, guys, A, Shantae Harris, that's the brat. That's oh. the brat's real name. Oh, okay. B, Sandra Denton, that's Pepper from Salt and Pepper's real oh, name. Right. And Kimberly Jones. It's Everybody know that's little Kim. Between D. All right, all right. Moving on along. You dead wrong. Yeah. That was so wrong. I was so disappointed in y'all. Like I'm, taking, I'm taking the popcorn. Like right. <laughs> I don't know what the government names, but. Yeah. Okay, um, this um, one. Her stage name is Queen Latifah, but her oh, mama named her, is it A, Dana Owens, B, Deidre Ropper, C, Yolanda Whittaker, or D, Simone Gooden? A. 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 Okay, ladies. Y'all know a little something about Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. A. Okay. They need to bring a single back. Oh, my God. That's a good single. Ooh, in the 90s kind of world. I'm glad I got my girl. Keep your head up. Whoa, keep your head up. That's right. Yo, my homegirl said it to my left and right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Higher. So his stage. Okay. His stage name is LL Cool J, but his mama named him. Is it A. Earl Simmons, B. O'Shea Jackson, C. James Smith, or D. Trevor Smith? I'm gonna go with C. C. Yeah. That is definitely the right answer, y'all. Do y'all know A was definitely DMX? Yes. Earl Simmons is DMX. O'Shea. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. And then D, Trevor Smith. That was actually Bust the Rhyme. Hey. Trevor? Yeah, his name was Trevor, yeah. I didn't know he was a Trevor. A bust, a bust. All right, we're going to do one last round of What's My Name? What's My Name? His stage name is Method Man. But his mama named him A. Clifford Harris, <laughs> B. Reginald Noble, C. Clifford Smith, or D. Christopher Wallace. I'm gonna say C. He a, C? Clif- he a Clifford. He Clifford. He a Clifford. He's definitely a Clifford. <laughs> and he's, def- he's definitely. And you know fine. he plays um, DB's dad yeah, on the show. Yeah, so we had to definitely play a little homage to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah shout yeah, out yeah. to Method Man. Y'all did really man. good. Where Red Man at though? What's Red that? Man is actually Rebel Noble, so that was B. I'm nice. sorry, Reginald Noble. That was B. He looked like a Reginald. You think Reggie? Reggie look Reggie. Clifford Hair was definitely T.I. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Who's yes. going to be on an com- upcoming episode yes. of The yes. Brace? Yes. 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 Can we tie that into The Brace? We tie that in VH1. We look out for y'all over here. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> All right. So we had our games. We gave our discussion of tonight's episode. Now it's time for predictions. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the lights. It just makes everything so much better. Okay. <laughs> Okay, because I've been like itching to say this the whole episode, but I've been holding it in for predictions. So, um, we were talking about the village voice and this story Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. epic it's gonna be. But my prediction is that this is gonna be a new thorn in her and Nikki's relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, first it was the baby, now it's gonna be their careers are gonna butt heads. You know, this story is gonna make her career. And it can destroy Nikki's whole empire that mm. she's a part of. So, 
that's definitely bubbling and going to be a conflict of interest. Can I piggyback off that really, really yes. fast? Did you see when Demeter went over to um, Gordy and she was trying to get his yes. information? Like, she's definitely going to get the She's going to get the dirt. That's how and that's, that is going to cause some friction. Yeah. I agree. She gave me chills. You gave me chills I'm telling now. you, girl. I'm ready for the stuff to hit the flames. It's going down. It's going down. Um, that's my prediction. Oh, that's your prediction. So, uh-huh. my prediction... Okay. So I, I want to believe that Om is going to be a successful rapper, but now that this new detective is coming around and they're asking Ooh, about the murder, because yeah. Om does come from the streets, and unfortunately, yeah. I don't want it to happen, but I feel like he's either going to go to jail or he may get killed, mm. because that's just how the streets go. But I'm just praying and hoping that DB and Nikki can turn this around and he becomes this big, successful rapper, yeah. and he turns his life around. So that's my prediction. And DB, after David's death, I, I think that DB's going to take this new position and he's going to kill it in honor of his boy. Right. And I think that poor Juggy, you know, he lost his son, his only son, I think that Juggy's gonna go back to his, not I don't say always, because he's always been this way, but I think he's gonna come for blood and I think he's mm, gonna come and kill right. this like radio scene, so that's my prediction. Okay, I think Juggy, like my prediction is all about Juggy. <laughs> it's all I, think I think that Juggy is just gonna completely shut down. Mm. I think he's going to completely turn against hip-hop because as Ooh. you can see at the end of the episode they were trying to blame rap music mm. and they were trying to blame hip-hop for uh, David's death. Mm. And I, you know, even just seeing him, I don't know what was in that garbage bag, but when he threw that garbage bag in the garbage, mm. like the way he threw it in there, yeah. like it was just oh. Ugh. Can I, can go I like, interject for a second? Yeah. I think, you know, the reporters and the media are going to try to like Ah, uh, well, you know, hip-hop violence is what killed your son. But Juggy also knows how important hip-hop was mm-hmm. to his son. This is and true. And all that it was. And let's remember, he said, hey, let's get hip-hop on the radio together. Yes. So I don't, mm. I think it would be crazy for him to turn against that hip-hop. That would be crazy. Right. But this is, I want to see what happens with Juggy. Right. Yeah. No, right. Juggy is definitely going to go through a whole journey, but I don't think it's going to be against hip-hop. Yeah. I think he's going to be an advocate for hip-hop yeah. in honor of his son. That is what true. What the media be, tried to do, that's so stereotypical media back then. Like, yeah. try to blame hip-hop for every cause uh-huh. of violence Even now. and everything. Yeah. They do it now. Yeah. Yeah. When you're not educated worse. about yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that the guy, the, whatever the name of the rapper was, remember when Barry came back and he was like, you was here the whole time. Remember that guy? Yeah. Right. I think he's going to come out and I think he has something to, really to do with and David's he killing. If he didn't do it, somebody did. I think he but did. he had a big part of it. I can tell you that much. I think he looked like he was just lying. And That's this is the thing out. with hip hop. And you just brought up, you know, Biggie's death. And one of the things that they said on the news mm-hmm. um, when they were covering mm-hmm. that whole homage to him on Wilshire and Fairfax was um, Biggie's mom's lawyer and saying how somebody out there knows yep. the truth. Yep. yep. Knows yeah. exactly what happened and who shot both Biggie and Tupac. Right. And and so it's going to be interesting to see how the writers of the breaks are going to use this to unfold real history about yep. mm. there's this um, stigma in our community about, you know, don't snitch yes. and being silent and, and all of that. And it's it's definitely unfortunate because there's a lot of mothers who don't have peace because yeah, people right. aren't willing to speak up. Yeah. That's a great point. Good it point. Is. I love that. I mean, the writers just definitely did a phenomenal job. Like, they all, they bring truth to every aspect with the 
homophobia and yeah. the it's just so they're much covering they're covering everything covering and yeah. I, they commend them on that very much yes. um, I'm looking forward to everything next episode like Ooh. I'm just so freaking excited for what's to come on VH1 The Breaks guys I really want y'all to tune in every Monday night After Buzz TV our podcast our YouTube channels but most importantly VH1 so you can watch and come back to watch us okay thank you so much for joining us tonight I'm Dominique Sarita and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Sarita. And all y'all buzzes out there, hang out with Franceli at All Things at Selly Hangout. And I'm also on the Underground panel. So if yes. you love Underground, join me on Wednesdays mm-hmm. right here at After Buzz. Yes. Guys, I am your girl Nakia Monet, and you can find me on social media at Kiki Boom Boom. And right after this, I'm on the Feud After Show. Hey, 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 guys. It's Miss Candy Marie. Thank you again for joining us tonight. You can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kendora TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 